0: All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with us. Of course, Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. And I need to squeeze a new car review in here, mainly because it fits along with some of what we were talking about in the last hour as well, as far as what vehicles to buy. So I drove recently a new Mazda CX-5. And I'll be quite honest a, I like the Mazda line very well. I think all of you know that by now. In fact, my old cohort, Dan, who was with me for a number of years, he drives one of those for uh, Uber and Lyft and has a gazillion miles on it, loves the car, and it just he's a big believer in the Mazda brand, and I am as well. And I drove the CX-5 again recently. All-wheel drive, by the way, is standard. And that's a car where you can buy one very, very well-equipped, for under thirty-five grand, They start at $26,700. Wow. And I'll tell you what, the apportionments in the car are as good as vehicles that cost ten dollars or $15,000 higher. I drove that car not long after driving the new redesigned Chevy Equinox. And I will tell you what, the interior comfort and drivability of the Mazda is way above what I drove in that Chevy. For the same price. So how well do I like the new CX-5? I think um, I think that just said it all a moment ago. There are a lot of vehicles that it competes with where the price is much higher than that. Car runs great, drives great, handles great, has all the Porschements. I like their infotainment system, always have. It sort of has a little bit of an Audi feel to it. If you know what I mean by that, you'll know what I'm talking about. About the only complaint... I think that I even heard from my wife when we were driving it at all. Is she, the one question she asked, because this is an Audi thing, is does the screen go down in the middle? Mm, okay. No, it does not. It's their stationary. Not a big deal, because most of the time, even folks that have the other brands will have the screen up all the time anyway. So, really, that's about the only complaint quote-unquote really not even a complaint just more of a question but the 2023 mazda cx-5 again standard all-wheel drive that is a great car for the money and for some of you that were earlier we were talking about what do you buy in the mid-20s used you can buy this car new now it's not fully equipped like the one i drove but you can start in the mid-20s on a cx-5 and get a really, really, really solid vehicle. So how well do I, you know, how, how high do I recommend that vehicle? You've been listening to this for the last minute or two, and I'll tell you what. It is a fabulous vehicle. I like the entire lineup of Mazda. The CX-5 does not disappoint. If you want to test drive one, go to your local Mazda dealer, tell them that John Rush from Drive Radio, and, of course, Rush to Reason also sent you. But fabulous vehicle, and I highly recommend it. So I'll leave we, it at we that. Rent,
3: we actually rented one this summer okay and my wife fell in love with it okay. and she liked it she, so she did like it and it was you know comparable to what we have we have a chevy blazer and it was comparable to that and we drove and it around that 10k four-
2: less than the blazer yeah
3: and it was uh it uh, was a four-cylinder turbo that yep. was peppy and yep we drove it up in the mountains it was kind of fun actually uh you anyway, know she has to have uh gm or a uh american made even though Everything's made foreign. It's not because she's from yeah. She's from Detroit, and that's part of her. Deal. Gotcha.
2: So her <laughs> upbringing,
3: upbringing, yeah. So in unions and having a sure. Baby, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but, yeah, that car fabulous. That was a good If car. you get a
2: chance to drive one of them, I would highly recommend you do. All right, let's go to the phones. Lines are open. 303-477-5600. Tom in Lakewood, you're next.
4: Hi there. I've got a two thousand uh, Chevy half ton pickup, and uh, the ignition switch is starting to show the wear to where when I put the key in, you know, you've got to jiggle everything to get it to ignite. And I wondered if there's a fix for that for a 22-year-old truck.
3: Well, you, you can always buy and uh, replace the, the actual mechanical, the key part of the ignition switch. And you can have it. Uh, you can even have it re-keyed to where your old key is, so it's the same key. Uh, is that going to be a two-key system where you have one for the door and one for the car? Is that old or just one?
4: No, there's a truck. Yeah, it's a truck.
3: Just one on that 2000, just right? Just one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you could have it. So, you can you can you could replace the ignition switch and get the Greek key to the old key. I
4: mean, is that typically through a dealer or no? Or
3: what? It, it, I can handle that for you. That's no problem. Yeah, that's a, that's an easy that's an easy. Yeah, fix. And you're in Lakewood. He's close. Yeah, I'm not too far away.
4: I'm sorry. Who in Lakewood? I, I'm,
3: I'm Genos uh, in Li- in Littleton. So oh. I'm off of uh, Federal and and uh, Bowles. If you know that area.
4: Yeah, I'm up north. Uh, oh, north I'm Lakewood.
2: Oh okay. Well, if you're in Applewood, go then see go, uh, go see Arvada West. Yeah, go see uh, you Paul, know, Paul and Dorsey, and Dorsey yeah. over there. Um, Richie, those guys can take care of you, Tom. They're not that far from you. If you're in right. Applewood, they're ten minutes from you.
4: That's great. I'll, I'll do that. I got worried. I'm out in the middle of the sticks today doing some stuff, and all of a sudden, I spent about ten minutes jiggling that thing yeah. trying to get it to lift off. So yeah, those little tumblers uh, get wore out. Key
3: gets wore out, and it's just time to replace. But you can replace it with just and get it rekeyed. That's easy stuff, right?
4: What Any ballpark figure on what
3: it costs? That's out of my wheelhouse. No, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry, off the top of my head. Okay. I, you know, I a couple I 300 type thing, I would think. But
4: Yeah. Well, it's good you, to know. At least yeah. I can uh, fix it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Easily yeah.
2: fixable. Yeah.
4: All right, guys. Thank you right. so
2: much. Tom, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, folks, those are the kind of things. And I should also say this. Somebody was asking me the other day, how much would such and such cost? And I'm like, okay, first off, the days of... $75, 80 an hour labor rates, folks, are gone. So if you think about any job taking the minimum of a couple of hours to get done, which, by the way, that's very, very few jobs take two hours. Most everything out there is going to take way more than that. So there's only a few small jobs that will even take less than an hour or two to do. So if you think about labor rates being almost 200 bucks an hour now, and they need to be close to that for a shop to actually survive – just a couple of hours labor gets you into four hundred dollar range, plus any kind of parts. It isn't much to spend five hundred bucks anymore, folks. Oil changes are a hundred minimum anymore to get done properly. So, the days of having something done for forty or fifty bucks, um, Steve, are pretty long, much gone. Long gone, and you know the average uh, repair is three hours, right? And then, you know, So if you're 175 a, an hour, even do the math, folks. Yeah, it it, you, it goes by pretty fast. And, and I coach a lot of these shops, so I can tell you right now what they need to be at on an hourly basis to cover all of their overhead, which doesn't go down. Especially in times like now, it's going up. Insurance costs, rents, uh, you know, just everything that it takes to operate the shop is going up. You know, we have this whole thing with the property tax that's oh, been going around. So, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pay forty
3: percent more in property tax, 30 percent, how much more am I gonna pay for my building? Same. Pri- yeah, yeah, it's it's to, yeah, it's gonna go up. Yeah, it's gonna go up that much. That's more. right. That's right. And, I, and you know, I'm not complaining but you know we've all
2: gets passed down yeah i've said it for years and you know businesses don't eat these things it all goes back down to the customer in the end folks that's something that a particular political party doesn't understand and
3: they don't care on property you know you can write a letter and get maybe get the property act changed, but businesses they don't
2: care you just pay if you fight you can try to fight it but But, you you, it's a tough one yeah that's That's right dell in westminster you're up go ahead sir
5: yeah john how you
4: doing
2: good sir
5: uh, and the gentleman with the Chevy ignition lock? Yes. Uh, usually what happens on them older ones on that tin cut is they peel water a little bit, and then that cap that holds the wafers in the lock gets loose, and it'll raise up a little bit and kind of change the code of the lock. If you have to replace it, get the Strattec, they make a service kit, that comes with the wafers and everything else, it's not keyed up and you key it to match the vehicle.
3: Yeah, so we'll actually spend the time to do it. So occasionally we'll uh, we'll actually call out a locksmith to do it, but a lot of times my uh, service manager will just sit down and change the wafers and yeah. do all that. Yeah, if, uh, yeah if you,
5: the cheapest way is that uh, Stratec system, because they make the locks for VM and they have a kit, and the only difference is the bag that you're in. Hmm. And the price is a whole lot different than what you're going to
3: get for GM. Sure. So you're just talking about just buying the wafers and not buying the uh, lock cylinder no, itself?
5: No, the, wafer, the lock cylinder comes with the wafer. Sure, okay. Okay. It's a, it's a package, a service package. They have it for Chrysler and
6: Ford
5: and GM and... Hmm. And a lot of them cause they make about ninety five percent of the locks for you know,
3: so you're you're cut magic. you're cutting out the middleman then. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
5: and any locksmith can get it. You've got warehouses here in town that I deal with and out to feed, but that's the best way in the well, a good example, my Ranger, if I go to the dealer it's 100, a hundred and about a hundred and thirty dollars for ignition switch assembly. Mm. I can get the same thing from Strattec with, uh, in the same package, the only difference is it's in a red and white bag, <laughs> just, uh, blue and white, and it's, uh, my cost is like about 20 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: That's the old adage, how many hands touch it before yeah, it gets right. sold, you know, it gets right. marked up.
5: Yeah, they're really, they dealers have a high market on them.
2: Yeah. Del. all right good stuff Dell. appreciate that thank you very much as always steve in colorado springs hang tight we're going to come right back drive radio klz 560
7: at napa auto parts we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better it's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our three hundred ten thousand parts NAPA, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, Southern Wyoming, and Western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. NAPA Auto Parts.
8: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium, while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 662 That's 303
7: It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com
1: Spring means warmer weather. But it also means it's time to protect our pets from warm weather parasites, including fleas and ticks. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and being informed on what our pets need to stay healthy and happy this time of year, as well as all year long, is just one more reason why 20 years ago, our family chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center to take care of all of our pets' needs. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical staff keeps us up to date on the status of our pets' health during their regular checkup. They also make sure we know how to help our pets stay healthy and remain healthy all throughout the year. With the arrival of spring, we know it's time to protect our dog, Gracie, from the fleas and ticks just waiting outside to hitch a ride on our sweet girl. And since we know that fleas and ticks can cause many problems for pets and for humans, making sure our pets are protected with a safe, effective flea and tick preventative is an important part of their care. Why not have Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center care for your special companion? It's the place where our pets go. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center can be reached at 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And you can also visit them online and read their latest blogs at LoneTreeVet.com.
0: Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit ridgelineautobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car.
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve from Geno's Auto Service with us today. And Alan from Stack Optical was with us earlier, which, if Alan, you're still listening, thanks again for coming down and joining us. I learned a lot today, so I appreciate that very much as well. And if you need anything from Alan, again, give him a call. He would love to help you out. His number, one more time, 303-321-1578. We'll go to Steve in Colorado Springs next. Go ahead, Steve.
9: Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good. I presume you were up at 0300 this morning to watch the King Chuck circumcision.
2: No, I was not.
9: Nah, me neither.
2: I was sleeping. Hey, anyway,
9: uh, I'm sorry. I meant I meant coronation.
2: Ah, oh, anyway, coronation. There you go.
9: Anyway, a couple quick, extra yeah, questions. For some unknown reason, the rear deck lid just all of a sudden didn't want open. So I'm troubleshooting it, and got to the point where they chose the secret access door and back and this and everything. I didn't really have time to mess around with it, but I started doing some research, and anyway, here's what I don't get, I take it to the car wash this morning, now everything works perfect. So I've looked at the micro switch, which is just above the handle. For the release, everything's fine, and there's no cracks in the handle, and I'm just not a real fan of stuff that breaks and that fixes themselves. Any idea what what's going on there?
2: What car is it on, Steve?
9: X3, 16. Oh,
2: your X3? I have no idea. Steve, that's more up your alley than mine. I was just and thinking more of the wiring,
3: bad. you know, where the lid opens and closes. It's maybe we've got a, a wire gear. that's cracking and,
9: you know. Right, I was thinking about the wiring through the micro is just above the handle. Yeah. Everything seems fine. There's no cracks in the handle. But why s- would it fix itself just going to the car wash? I don't get it.
3: Yeah. But you know what I mean? Uh, if you go follow those wires back to where. It, is the micro switch in the lid? of the car the just above the handle. yeah so it's if it's in a lid the then it's got to get wire from somewhere and that's why I was thinking one of those wires is broken at the pivot where the where the No, pivots. I object
9: it all I can works fine so I'll probably one of the wires it's working fine now
3: well that's the thing you can't tell if it's broken inside until you kind of pull on it you've
2: got to kind of pull on it a little bit and really tug on it right, right. on the wire itself. itself not the loom the wire the wire yes the, right. the, the wire right. in the loom yeah
9: last question I'm uh, getting ready to tow Daughter's Shamu Jedi Warrior back to D.C. Rent one of those hitches or whatever. Okay. Any issues in uh, towing that thing with the X-ray?
2: And it's a, what What vehicle is it you're towing?
9: It's an 08 Jetta.
2: An 08 Jetta, okay. Uh, oh, and you're fl- going to flat tow it? That's right. Are you going to flat tow it or put it on an aluminum trailer?
9: Well, I didn't want to spend 900 bucks to stick it on a carrier. I would I thought I would just hook it up to the back, back nope. to the X three and...
2: I would not flat tow that no. car. I think you've got more the issues guy. than you're asking for by flat towing it.
9: Is it a damage to the X three?
2: Probably not the X three. I'm more worried about the Volkswagen, to be honest with you. Okay. I'm I'm you're being good? serious. I'm more I'm more worried about that than I am the X three. The X three'll tow it fine. I'm more worried about what what's gonna happen on the if you're going to flat-toe it, I'd put it on at least a dolly, get that front end off the ground, and just let the rear wheels hang down. I'd, I'd at least haul it on a dolly. I wouldn't flat-toe it, Steve.
9: And could you rent a dolly and a hitch and not screw up the back end of the x 3
2: You should be able to. Does it have a hitch? Does it have a receiver on it now? No. You'll have to put a receiver, you know, even if it's an inch and a quarter, but you should be able to put a two-inch receiver sure. on the X3. I, I, you know, I shouldn't say that. I haven't looked one of those up for a while. I don't know on that one. You got to look and see if you can get a two-inch uh, receiver.
3: I think I would honestly, let look the whole other direction and just have it chipped out there. I, yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. You know, because by the time you spend the hitch and the, rent the trailer and oh, yeah. the time I, and the gas, you know, you may, maybe it costs you fifteen to ship it. Yeah, maybe fifteen
2: hundred. I was thinking or just have a yeah.
9: I was thinking just to have somebody else drive it out there. With you. Yeah.
2: That or yeah, and then you got to, you know, then you got to, or the other option you've got is you drive it out and just get a $250 one way ticket home. Yeah. Uh,
9: that's not happening anymore. One one way, they're jacking around. Prices are up 40%. More like uh, 6, $650 from Syracuse oh. back there. But anyway.
3: Nah. They're, well, they're still there. You got to yeah, look for it. I Although them you than may that. fly southwest, you may get stuck somewhere. But well, <laughs> but, but.
2: Hey, look. You know, back, I mean, uh, you're you're, your you're a hour. you're a pilot guy. Just hop on with somebody and come back.
9: <laughs> right. Yeah, i doesn't work that way. There's no no seats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. No, I meant
2: find some private <laughs> guy inside of your little network and you know hop on one <laughs> and come home.
9: <laughs> if, I, if I can grab a ride on a fun jet, like a Challenger or a Gulfstream, well, oh yeah, there. that's
2: I was, I was thinking more of that, Steve, than anything. You know, you drive out and then find a fun way home.
9: Yeah, back to your first hour on the fix-it. Uh Every house has a but I'm pretty sure a water meter down usually in the utility room in the basement. And if you open that little valve, the cover, I should say, there's a red arrow. And when there's no water going, it's stopped. So when you're going to crank up your sprinkler system, just verify everything in the house is off and the needle's not moving. You can do, you do that, although if it's,
2: on. you'd be shocked at how many don't have a meter in the house. Most of oh, those yeah. meters now are out in a pit and somebody no, has to be able to get down to it and... Yeah, really? the average novice, Steve, is not going to yeah. be able to find that. Some houses are inside. For example, mine is not. Mine's 400 feet out to the street. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, yeah mine's in deal. the front yard. Yeah, mine's way yeah, out front. I got a long way to go to get my meter.
9: I think you were talking about the back the valve. Not too long ago, we had the bad actors coming in midnight, 2 o'clock yep. in the morning. Yep. On a 10 degree February night. Yep. And they were doing the same deal, cutting off of the reset. Off for of the brass and metal contents, and then they got, I guess, smarter and graduated to doing the same thing on cat converters. Yep. But uh, a lot of people. They yeah, they learned the, the value went there.
2: up on the cat versus stealing the backflows. Right. Otherwise, they'd still be stealing backflows. <laughs>
9: right. You know, they graduated to cats.
2: That's right.
9: Anyway, and uh, just unbelievable the stuff that people will do, and it could
2: actually have a legitimate job. Um, yeah, that's your. there's your answer. Mm-hmm. Leave everybody else's right. stuff alone and go get your own stuff. Yep, take yep. care, my friend. All right, man, appreciate you, Steve. Bye-bye. And uh, uh, I also should mention, before we go any further, I had this in my notes today, that if you have a Ford 10-speed automatic, there is now a lawsuit that has been filed against Ford for vehicles with 10-speed transmissions made since 2017. So you may want to check into that. There are several articles out on the Internet about this now. Uh, It's it's becoming a more popular thing as far as the news goes, I should say. It's the 10R80 transmission. They've got a potential life-threatening safety issue. Ford is refusing to recall or replace it. The lawsuit states and if you're driving one of those vehicles you may want to look into that to determine how that works for you individually and and that was that 10 speed by the way was a joint venture between GM and Ford each one of them having some of their own issues with that particular product now hmm. i think that's like a lot of other products that have been developed over the years back when we went to the first automatic overdrive gm had and so did ford had a lot of issues with their initial automatic overdrive transmissions it took them several years to get that you know finished out if you would once they did became a very stable staple transmission even in their lineup and anytime they start making major modifications you're going to see some quote-unquote growing pains with that and in in defense of those automakers they're doing things that quite honestly the rest of the industry hasn't done yet If you look at the whole truck world, GM and Ford were the first ones to come up with a 10-speed transmission. A lot of you are saying, well, why? Why do they even need a 10-speed in the first place? Well, when you have pressure from the government to raise the fuel economy ratings of even your trucks, they have to do something To try to make them more efficient. One of the ways is to make the transmissions more efficient. Keeping the engine in its optimum operating area as long as you possibly can. Therefore, using less fuel, that's how they do it. Therefore, we went from a 4 to a 6 to an 8 to now a 10-speed transmission. So somebody asked earlier, will we see a CVT transmission in trucks? No, but this is the alternative. The 10 speed is what you're now getting to do what I just said a moment ago, keeping the engine optimized as much as they can, therefore making the fuel economy better. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't bring up the CVT
3: because you know, that's what they are the other thing
2: they were trying to do. That's what they're trying, trying to do. To, they're trying to get
3: that optimized. That, you know, that goes back to Obama days when he was trying to get the CAFE standards up to Correct. 60. So they Correct. set that then, and that was that's a tough thing to reach. It, it, for, yeah, you, it, you know, it for is. For a gasoline
2: uh, motor and. Because keep in mind, folks, the manufacturers are also trying to make sure they sell vehicles that people want. We all like the creature comforts. The vehicles are heavier now than they used to be because of these creature comforts. Yes, they've lightened some things up in some areas, but then they also add back in because people want massaging seats. They want... You know, rear defroster and a sliding window. They want a sunroof. They want, want, want. I mean, I'll keep going down the list and look at the interior of any of these trucks now, and they are fancier. Steve was looking at a picture in the salvage yard of an old Cadillac. (laughs) Back in the day, those were the premium cars to own that had every option known to mankind. Um, You could look at that old Cadillac and go look at a new truck, and the new truck has far more options than that Cadillac did of old. You know they heat seater, seat heaters, and air conditioning seats, massaging. An F one fifty will massage. Even some of the new Chevys now, the GM side will massage. So they'll <laughs> they'll do everything. But well, in some cases, even you look at the GM model, it'll drive the truck for you now. Even with what they've got going on. So the reality is they're adding more to the vehicles, and in turn, they're still trying to get the optimum fuel economy. Yet they've added all these other things to it, weight wise and that's why they're doing some of what they're doing transmission-wise. All right, questions. We've got lines open. We've got a half an hour left is all 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ
1: 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
7: At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every NAPA part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NAPAonline.com for a location nearest you. NAPA. Get the good stuff.
10: Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. That's seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. And the MLS two nine eight one nine one regulated by DOR.
2: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Steve Horvath with me today. Geno's Auto Service, which is over at Bowles and Platte Canyon, so just over in the Littleton area. Very easy to get to. You can come off a of 470 and get there, or you can come down off Santa Fe or come in from the north end, however you want to do it. It's about as easy to get to as you can get, and they've got... Uh, really, everything they can take care of, or anything that you've got, they can take care of, full bumper to bumper. They specialize. I think I'm going to speak for Steve here, but specialize really in front end work. I will tell you my own opinion. Uh, if you really want a car aligned properly, and you've had trouble getting somebody to do it correctly, these are your guys. Yeah, I spent, am I, I, am I saying the that right? Because yeah. you you know actually, how to do it. And I've improved in our uh, in our Volkswagen Audi area.
3: I have a guy that's coming. Okay, in. actually, the crew that I have now. I can honestly say in my 40 years is the best career I've ever had. Oh, awesome. So it, it, it is very, and it, you That's know, what, nice. when we were talking about me being sick for a while, I, you know, I haven't been around for the last six months that much. And, and they've been able to just run things well. And, and there's, you know, the, the, the quality of work is great. That's what, you know, and when it comes down to it, you can do a lot of stuff, but you have to have quality first. Yes. And then fairness and all that other stuff kind of comes in, but still, the, you got to make a good product.
2: No. And somebody just asked me, uh, Ford Maverick review. I'll give you a <laughs> short one now, and then i still got a few more days left in it. Uh, it goes back Monday, and I've got some more driving to do with this. I've only had it a few days, and I'll give you kind of a short one now and a, a longer one here probably in the weeks ahead as I have chance to kind of do a little more research on it. But so far, I will tell you, first day, I'm sort of like, who'd own this? It's this four-door car with a truck bed. And I'm kind of like, eh, really, I'll be honest. I was sort of like, eh. And this is the Tremor version, so it's the higher-priced one. This vehicle, by the way, for all of you listening, you can buy in the low 20s. It starts at like 22 for a brand-new Ford Maverick, okay? If you don't want it fully optioned out, you can buy one for about twenty five grand, which isn't a bad buy after I tell you a few things okay. about this. Again, first day driving it, wasn't super impressed, Second day, a little more impressed. That's because it runs extremely well. I will tell you that you step on the gas, boom, it's gone. It it runs very well. Drive Drivability-wise, not bad either. And at first, I'm like, okay, eh, this has to do a lot better than what it is given its price. And then the more I drove it, I'm like, actually, it's a pretty decent deal for the price. Especially when you can buy one in the low 20s to get started in the full-bore Tremor, which has got some off-road capabilities, one-inch lift kit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty decent vehicle for the 35K range. Okay. Not bad for 35K. That's lifted an inch? L- lifted an inch. Because it it's just pretty low. That's it why does, I noticed. If, <laughs> so the other ones are even lower, lower. than that's that. Why, that's why I'm surprised. So the okay. one I'm driving is an inch taller than even a normal one, which means they're pretty low to the ground. Which, it's like a car with a truck bed. Okay? Sure. But you can get them in all-wheel drive and all of that. And again, it runs very, very well. Again, I'll give you a full review, but the more I've driven it, the more I've gotten to like it. I didn't like it the first day. Straight up honest. It took me a few days of getting used to it. The more I drove it, the more I've gotten to like it. Now, you're not going to go haul 4x8 sheets of plywood and all that. But if you want to throw your bike in the back or some gear or go camping in it or whatever, do you have the ability to do all of that. Even tow a light trailer. Sure, you could do all of that with it. And it works very well as far as that goes. A little... Well... And you guys all know. I... How do, I, how do I want to say it? I don't hate Fords, <laughs> but their, their infotainment thing, because they've gotten so Microsoft-driven over the years, I, I just hate their infotainment thing. This thing does not have CarPlay. I don't think you can even... I've, I'm looking still because I'm not done yet, so don't... Don't criticize. I've got to figure out still, can I plug in and even get CarPlay? Because wirelessly, no. And on almost all vehicles today, you can pretty much do wireless CarPlay. But no CarPlay available, which means your phone doesn't hook up automatically. Uh, it's There's just some weird things with their system that I don't particularly care for in this version. And it's a little antiquated as far as that goes. So far, that's about my only complaint. All the other drivability of the car I like, but that part of it... I'm not liking as much. And, again, I'll do a little more research even yet today, tomorrow, as I have got a couple more days with it, and it goes back Monday. But I'll have a little more chance with it this weekend to get a little more driving in and kind of do more time to really sit and play with some things that I don't get a chance to do during the week because, honestly, I've got... You're busy. Yeah, I've got other stuff I'm doing. So I'll give you a full review on the Maverick. But, again, so far, so good. Somebody said, is it like the Ridge Line?" Yes, other than I will say the Ridge Line is a little more comfortable because it's built on a pilot. Okay. Okay. So the Ridgeline's built on a pilot, and it's a little higher end. You know, the Ridgelines, you're hard-pressed to buy a Ridgeline much under 35. They can get up into the low 40s pretty quickly just because of how they're apportioned and so on. So while they're similar in function, they are not similar in price and how they work. You're actually buying a little higher-end vehicle when you buy a Ridgeline, then you are a Maverick. Is that? The, am I saying so that on, the right you're way? You're Steve? not really comparing apples to apples. No, it, really. It, it's they're, a, they're, a different. Hold yeah, on, hold they're on not the deal. same comparison. I, I would say that the smaller Hyundai car slash pickup is more of a comparison to the Maverick than what the Ridgeline would be. I would probably say it that way. So, Chris and Centennial, you're next. Go ahead. Hello, hello, Chris.
5: Hi, hey, John. Hey, I just had some work done at uh, Extreme Auto yes, yesterday, sir. and I was blown away by the shop charges of eighty dollars.
2: Not sur- not surprised.
5: What, what what does that go towards?
2: Everything it takes to run the shop that they cannot itemize or do not itemize on the invoice itself. So everything from you know what they're using for materials. Uh, Nuts, bolts, hardware, red rags, uh, the cost of cleaning uniforms, on down the line we go, all of that is included in the shop fees. The the brake clean. Brake cleans, all the the cleaners, you name it, all of that carburetor clean
1: Uh,
2: and there's there's even environmental things Chris that they're doing that again they can't just charge in a hazardous waste fee on a per quart oil basis that you know changing out of solvent tanks and you know cleaning out their sand trap that has to happen on a you know probably an every six month basis you name it those things all go into that and I don't think in Colorado you can charge an EPA charge you can't on a blanket you've got to do it on like a per quart of oil not a blanket fee so So again those things I just mentioned, two. Chris, are all going into that that lump sum, if you would.
6: I, right, I mean, I remember, you know, thirty, thirty-five dollars.
2: Yeah, was I remember fair. when labor rate was eighty bucks an hour too, mm-hmm. which it ain't anymore.
6: Yeah, so
5: eighty dollars is that? That's, that's
2: well, if you've got a sizable okay, bill,
3: right? depends <laughs> on depends. It's generally on on the bill, on on it's a percentage. You must have spent a thousand
2: bucks or more.
5: Oh yeah, I spent twenty-one hundred. Okay, yeah. well,
2: well that would be an eighty-dollar shocker. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yes.
5: And 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 actually it's not
6: fixed completely. I got to take it back Monday to have them uh reset my stability track.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah, all that would make total yeah. sense, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and ahead. again, I coach shop, wow. so I that yeah, that that is not surprising at all.
5: Wow. Okay. All right.
2: <laughs> Thanks, man. appreciate. It. No, again, folks, as I said earlier with Steve, the days of walking in and having something minor done and spending, you know, a buck, buck and a half, you know, 100, 150 bucks. Uh, no, those days are gone. Uh, the majority of, of you of, know, I, guys, I have said this for years and I coach auto shops and I personally am doing my best to get the industry to be at at least $200 an hour because these guys can't make money. By the time you factor in all of their overhead, they can't make money at much less than 200 an hour in today's world. And I coach them and look at their financials on a weekly basis. I know where they need to be, and a lot of them aren't at 200 and they need to be. I'll just leave it at that. Jeff, you're next. What's going on?
6: Hey, good afternoon, uh I understand our weather is a little damper than it is there, so
2: we're actually having a really um, nice day today, Jeff
6: yeah, ours is a lot of liquid sunshine in the air. here. all now. right, so we'll
2: send, send it our way sun. we'll we'll take it anyways.
6: We will too, so um before I get to my question, a couple of comments uh I mentioned him before a guy named Robert Bryce he does several yes. Podca- podcasts yes letters, and stuff. He sent out a newsletter this week and in it. He Ford on its electric F-150. Ford is losing yep. over sixty-six thousand dollars a vehicle yep. on every vehicle it makes. Yep. And yep. That was it. That was not, really so quick, that, Jeff. Just so by volume,
2: just so you know, and everybody else listening, that's not like inside baseball knowledge. That's what they publicized in their last earnings report because they are now separating out. There are three different divisions, and the EV division. Yes, that is the correct report. Wow, I had heard twenty thousand. there was an average EV, but yep. but sixty six. Yep, that's what they lost first quarter.
6: Yeah, so um, I I was never a fan of the of the electric F one hundred and fifty. I don't think it's what the market is really going to want. I agree. It comes right down to it.
2: So I agree.
6: We'll uh, have to wait and see, but. Uh, more to come on that. And, and to kind of rub a little salt in the wound, and this is Justin Ford. Uh, it's, uh, Tesla and a bunch of others. They recommend that you don't park them in a garage because of the right. possibility of catching fire. They don't want it to spread to your home. So right. you're buying brand new vehicles and leaving them outside in all sorts of weather because they're a fire hazard.
2: Well, as you know, they had to shut the line down because of a major fire that they've had. I think they are now back up running again, but they were down for about, uh, again, don't quote me on this, guys, but I want to, from memory, say about three weeks they were down on the line.
6: That's Hmm. what I remember as well. So, yeah. uh, So, my, I have a question, that I have never heard you address it on airbags. Um, My wife is short, and without getting into details, I'll just say she's amply endowed. And when she actually sits in the vehicle um, and adjusts it for her, she is very, very close to the steering wheel if she's okay. driving. Okay. And so my concern has always been, what is the closest that you should be to a uh, airbag in a steering wheel before it becomes a hazard to you? You know, I can just imagine if it ever deploys, that if it's too close, it could just actually induce a heart attack or cause other damage.
2: You
3: know, I've often wondered the same thing. I'm curious what
2: John thinks, too. (laughs) I think, rule of thumb, you'd want at least six inches between you and the steering wheel, if at all possible. And a foot would be better. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to recommend more than that, but I'd want at least six inches, Jeff. Yeah, uh, that's
6: what I was thinking, too, and so then. That's my concern, so that she is considerably closer.
2: So than my gut sister. feeling is because of her shortness, because I have a short wife as well, she has to be close because her legs don't reach, don't the, don't reach the pedals, the pedals and so if you go back too far, you can't mess with the pedals like you should, but now you're positioned correctly from the steering wheel, so you're in a kind of a catch-22 there. Bingo. Yeah. I would almost... Jeff, and you're pretty handy. I would almost look at what can you do to modify the pedals some to where she could be a little further away and yet still operate the pedals correctly.
6: Yeah, put blocks on them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and you, again, knowing you're as handy as you are, I could see you doing that pretty, you know, pretty easily. Where where it's still safe at the end of the day.
6: Yeah, she. Uh, I think her answer is going to be, "Well, you just drive everyone, and I
2: <laughs> And then there you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yep, so. NH, NHS TSA says ten inches. So my six was probably a little under. So ten inches minimum.
6: Yeah, Okie That's. It was just one of those idle curiosity questions that uh, I've mentioned no, before. good question. Great so. question.
2: Yeah, that, that's why they tell you not sure. to. You know, ride with pets on your lap or babies or anything along those lines because when that goes off, it's not—it's an explosion. It's not this puffy thing that comes out like a marshmallow. It's, it's a violent the, it, explosion. It violent is a good All word. Time. That's a yep.
6: Uh, there, that, there's a pet peeve of people who <laughs> do to restrain their animals in vehicles, and uh, I mean, I, my son does that. He's got a dog. He loves him to death, so he sits with him. And I was thinking. You wouldn't do if that you love you your dog, head.
2: you shouldn't do That's that okay. actually, because okay. if there's ever an accident, your dog's dead.
6: Yep that might actually be a topic for a, a show on uh, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> in vehicle. Yeah, you know what I you can know, do how, that. the best to be straight
2: a pet? And we and we have our, you know, our vet clinic, you know, Lone Tree Vet, they will tell you the exact same thing that really their preferred method Lone Tree's is if you're going to cart the dog around, you either need to have it in the back seat with a belt on or in the far back if you have an SUV crated with the crate tied down.
6: Yeah, and even those crates are some uh NTSB uh, videos of crates just coming apart. Yeah,
2: no, you you um, need a nice, fashion. heavy crate, and it has to be tied down. Yep. They will yeah, tell I'm, you that. Lone Tree I will tell you that.
6: <laughs> yeah, I've got a daughter who's got lots of, or several heavy dogs, and uh, they don't restrain them in the vehicle, and I keep telling them that... Uh, it's
2: an accident waiting to happen.
6: They're going to die. Everybody yeah. in the car is going to die in yes. an accident yes. because those dogs are going to... Break their necks.
2: That's right. You are correct, Jeff. Yes. That's not good. Uh, That's so one of my say, pet peeves.
6: Oh, Dad. Dad, you're just being a worry wart.
2: Okay. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so, Dad. I'm on your side. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate weekend. you, Jeff.
2: One segment left. We'll be right back. Call us now. We'll get you squeezed in here before the top of the hour, and we go to our last uh, break. We end the show, I should say. This is our last break. We'll end the show here quickly in about 10 minutes. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
7: At NAPA, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every NAPA part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NAPAonline.com for a location nearest you. NAPA. Get the good stuff.
0: You listen to drive radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ.
7: Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what?
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve Horvath with me again from Geno's Auto Service over in the uh, Littleton area. And, again, whatever you need when it comes to anything on your vehicle, bumper to bumper, they can take care of you, including, I, I, you know, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. With the exception of Josh and the guys up at Legacy in Boulder, they'll do some European work. I think, Steve, between those two, they're they they're really sure. kind of our European specialists and con- complete we put an engine in a Volkswagen this week in our. And there you RS. go. Yeah, so so yeah. You're, again, complete ends of the of the town. We've got yeah. Legacy up in Boulder and Steve and the guys over on the west side. Uh, that's really about it as far as the European sides go. So if you've got a European vehicle and you're looking for somebody to help you out on that, and Steve's been in the Volkswagen world for ever. F- forty years, even the old bugs.
3: Yeah, old it? bugs. Yeah, where he built, started, a lot of, right? built a lot
2: of those engines. <laughs>
3: that's amazing go back a ways yeah but this is our 40th anniversary nice good job so we uh i don't know if we'll be doing any parties but i'll have some goodies to give away for the next year things like that
2: okay so i've got a question that just came in and by the way congratulations and uh and and um we'll talk more about that by the way here in the coming weeks when it comes to the 40th anniversary and all of that so that's by the way that's a big deal folks i don't know if any of you realize that but to be in business that long Uh, That's a huge accomplishment. So good job, Steve. All right, here's a question that came in. No, RVs aren't your favorite. No, not. I shouldn't say that. I just, they're tough to work on. It's probably why personally they're not my favorite is because RVs are tough to work on. They've got, all of them have, you know, unique chassis that are unique to that motorhome, And then you've got the coach company that's involved. And in most cases, for me personally working on them, there's never any of them that are easy to work on probably why my it's my biggest issue with rvs Steve. It's probably why i don't own one no i never liked working on them when i was a tech and i just have never owned one since travel trailer different deal but the whole coach rv thing i've never really gotten into on a personal basis so here's a 2004 workhorse p32 conventional front wheel bearings asked about a packing interval last week i said 25,000. yes that's about right i heard they can be verted to a wet hub no do not do that do not convert those to a wet hub with gear lube. Uh, no, just take them apart every two, three years. 25,000 miles on an RV might even be every four years. Just repack them on your own. I am not a believer in doing any kind of conversions on those at all. I don't care what the RV guys say. Just pack those with good wheel bearing grease and you're either going to repack them when you do the brake job or you know 25, 30,000 miles however you decide to do it. Back then, that was about when they needed brakes, but it may not but you still you
3: know you would take those brakes off and you could lube them so it's, it gives you a good reason You're to do that you still be in there doing all those yeah. things so at that time a, it's not
2: just, and on an not just rv just given it's doing the front end's doing the majority of the braking you want to do that anyways that's yeah. my point i agree would you do that any differently no, no i agree i agree and, and even, i think
3: any time you add something like that on there it's not not exactly right and it's going to leak it's going to cause problems you will end up going back to the grease
2: you know? and by the way this just came in Somebody sent this. Thank you. We have great listeners. Jeff from Montana, if you're still listening, there is on Amazon an extend the pedal for short drivers. There's a kit really, you can actually buy on Amazon that allows you to extend the pedals, bolt on, where it's not changing any of the functionality of what's there. So if you're a short driver and you need these, thank you, by the way. I don't know who sent me this, but thank you for doing that. I didn't even think of looking there. So yes, if if you're... Uh if you're still listening, Jeff up in Montana, there's an Amazon kit made, ready to go, bolt on, done deal for your wife, and that would handle that airbag situation we were just talking about moments ago. So uh thank you for that by the way. And that that came in on the text line. So you guys we have a great community and I appreciate that very much. So yep, and Jeff and, and uh Steve just found what Jeff needs. So there you go. And they're not how much are they? Oh eighty bucks. Okay, so there you go. Jeff cool. in Montana, eighty bucks, done deal, ready to go. And it uh, could be a huge lifesaver for your wife on down the road because, yeah, we don't want anybody sitting that close to the steering wheel. So if you're somebody that's a little bit shorter and you need that, there's your answer. So appreciate that very much. Thank you. And, again, we have a great community here where you guys all pitch in and help out, and I, I appreciate that very much. I learned much. something
3: new, and I, I know I, I, I have a good friend that's pretty short, and I, I would like to offer this to her. I, I don't know how close she sits. There you and go. I would like to – I'll well, mention it. Again,
2: right? NHTSA says 10 inches. 10 so we need to be 10 inches from the sure. wheel. If you're anywhere uh, you know, under that, you need something to get yourself back away from the steering wheel so that you don't have any injuries in the event of an accident. And, and yeah, Jeff was correct even on all the pets and everything inside the vehicle. Yes, make sure they're down. And somebody said, congratulations to Steve oh. for 40 years of business. My wife and I have been in the film industry for four- I know who this is. This is Jeff up in Steamboat. Jeff, thank you, by the oh, way. Oh, yes, yes. I've yes. been in the film industry for 41 years. So you know what? Good job to both of you. Yeah, and, and awesome. Jeff came and brought his car to us. Yep, he I sure did. did. Yeah. So, so And he sent some pictures from Steamboat today. It looks beautiful awesome. up there. So, All right, guys, we're going to get things wrapped up here. Larry Unger answering phones for us today. Appreciate that very much. Charlie Grimes, of course, your engineer. Steve Horvath, again, 40 years. <laughs> Gino's Auto Service over in the Littleton area. I want to thank them very much. And all of you today, listeners, Alan Stack, Stack Optical, for coming in for almost the whole show today. Really appreciate that as well and really enjoy it. And, again, if you need anything from Alan, he can help you out. Stack Optical 303. 321-1570 otherwise we're out of here guys, have a great rest of your day, if you're listening to Replay Show thank you for that as well, and enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Drive Radio, KLZ 560
0: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com email your questions and comments download previous programs and find lots of useful information including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center, that's drive-radio.com Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.